truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Powered by JTR Roofing. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. In the wake of reports that there are threats of violence in the next few days across the country leading up to President-elect Biden's inauguration, President Trump called for his supporters to ease tensions in the country. I cannot emphasize that there must be no violence, no law-breaking, and no vandalism of any kind. Everyone must follow our laws and obey the instructions of law enforcement. In a video message, President Trump says Americans need to come together. Today I am calling on all Americans to overcome the passions of the moment and join together as one American people. Let us choose to move forward united for the good of our families, our communities, and our country. During debate on Wednesday, House Minority Whip Steve Scalise says impeachment is not the right path for America right now. Emotions are still high, but in this moment, we need to be focused on toning down the rhetoric and helping heal this nation. Also at townhall.com, California County is asking for more coronavirus vaccine. State public health officials followed federal guidance by announcing that people 65 and older could get it. But Los Angeles County, the nation's most populous with 10 million residents and an epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak, says it can't do that before inoculating some 800,000 health care workers first. California received more than 2.4 million vaccine doses, but only about a third of those have now been used. The state aims to administer 1.5 million doses by Friday. On Wall Street, stocks have been ticking higher. The Dow is up 111 points. The Nasdaq, 56 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. We're Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth from the KingdomBuilders.com studios. Stay tuned for Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio next. We are live and uh, updating your forecast. Winter storm warning for us now from about noon until uh, 6 p.m. tomorrow. Snow, heavy snow, and blowing snow uh, this afternoon, tonight, and tomorrow. We'll keep you updated here on Freedom 1570. Dana Lash. Can I share with you something that some of you might get mad at me for? What is the point of federalism? What is the point of running your own elections if you appeal to a government to basically do it for you when the going gets rough. 
You can dislike it, but it doesn't make it any less true. The Dana Show, weeknights from 8 to 11 on Freedom 1570. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are making buying decisions for the new year. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. This is he himself live. I am Mr. Black, and you are listening to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Uh, Today, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to go on a journey. You know, as I wrote up the description about today's show called Lessons from the Tube, you know, I uh, started, I was typing up a little bit, a little bit of like an explanation of what I'm going to talk about, send it to my wife, and I said, uh, originally wrote, today, Mr. Black's going to take us on a journey. And I had to hit the backspace because I take you on a journey every single day. Let's be honest. It's a journey of the mind. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the battle. That is the battle. The battle is in the mind. And I'm getting ready to start a class tonight in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm going to have 10 people from all over the country. And I'm going to take them on an incredible journey. There's going to be high points, there's going to be low points, uh, there's going to be scary parts, there's going to be times that people want to walk out the door, there's going to be times that people want to rush my table and punch me in the face, there's going to be times that people are going to want to weep, and there are times that they will weep. It's an incredible journey, two and a half days, that is transformational, and uh, this radio show is not about that class, but if you want to read about that class, go to Like It Matters. Net, likeitmatters.net. And by the way, while you're on the internet, the tubes, if you will, uh, why don't you go ahead and go to facebook.com slash LIM radio and like us there. And today we're going to talk about lessons from the tube. You know, uh, a few years back, probably about 10 years ago, I went on a mission trip uh, to London. And uh, then I went back about a year later and went a second time. Uh, And, you know, I was not familiar with how to get around in London. You know, in America, outside of the big cities, I have friends that live in New Jersey, New York, that they don't own vehicles. And they live in in the city where they live in high-rise buildings, which to me is so foreign. But they don't have vehicles. They have to depend on public transportation. And in London, uh, it's very similar. You've got a limited amount of space. And so in order to go anywhere, 
that you had to take this thing called a tube. And the tube is interesting because I was actually reading up on it this morning. It said the London Underground, uh, also known as the, quote, tube, is a rapid transit system serving greater London and some parts of the adjacent counties of Buckinghamshire, uh, Essex, uh, Herefordshire (laughs) in the United Kingdom. The London Underground uh, is a rapid transit system serving all those areas. Now, I did not know this. It was the world's first underground tube rail service. I did not know that. The world's first, world's first underground tube service, and it was opened on January 10th, 1863. Uh, and I just got this off the internet saying, make it the world's very first subway method. Uh, the Metropolitan Railway began operation in London in January 10th, 1863. Stunning. Between 1863 to 1890, there were various projects to create pneumatic or cable-hauled rail routes in London to surmount the predicament, but none showed success until the arrangement was changed into electrified routes in the 1890s. And it's a fascinating system, fascinating system. But let me tell you uh, how big it is. It says, today, the developed and advanced system carries approximately a billion travelers per year. Isn't that stunning? A billion travelers per year. And I think uh, we have our subway system. Japan's capital, Tokyo, actually carries 3.1 billion people. Uh, And the New York subway system carries 1.6 billion people. It's stunning. Capital of India, Delhi, uh, Delhi Metro, takes 2,700 tours per day, transferring 1.5 million passengers, stunningly, each day. So this is a big deal. But in London, it was fascinating. It was a massive train system, 11 lines, uh, 402 kilometers, 250 miles, has 270 stations. Uh, Phenomenal. And what you do is you'd get a map. And it has all the different lines, 11 different lines. And each one would have a name. And they have a color to them. And you would see the system interconnected. So if I wanted to go uh, to a city, let's say it was uh, 30 miles away, then I would actually have to map out a strategy. So I would have to take this train for two stops, and then I'd have to get off and switch trains to another line and take that one stop and then get off and go to another line and take that. And this was how you got from point A to point B, including, by the way, when you landed at the airport at Heathrow. It was stunning. You would actually take your luggage... And you would get on the tube. Uh, it's the strangest thing. You're in the tube with like a subway with all these people around you. And you got your luggage. You got your stuff. It was, it's just the strangest thing. And that is a great metaphor for our lives. And today I want to talk about that. Because life is a series of going from point A to point B's. And then we have connectors. And so how we take this journey And how we get our connectors and what we take with us on this journey dictates so much. It kind of reminds me of one of my favorite poems. I've shared it before. It's called The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. It's probably one of the most famous and celebrated American poems. The poem, by the way, depicts the agony of decision-making and the rewards of forging your own path. The subject of the poem is faced with the decision of taking the safe route that others have taken before or breaking new ground, just like our life. He says that he took the road last traveled by, and that has made all the difference. And if you haven't heard it, or you've heard it before, I want you to listen to it for the very first time. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. 
Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there, had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. You know, and God tells us the same thing. God tells us in Matthew that there are two paths before you. However, you may only take one path. One doorway is narrow, and one door is wide. Go through the narrow door, for the wide door leads to a wide path, and the wide path is broad. The wide, broad path is easy. And the wide, broad, easy path has many, many people on it. But the wide, broad, easy, crowded path leads to death. Now then, that narrow door leads to a narrow road that in turns lead to life. It's hard to find that road. Not many people manage it. Along the way, watch out for false prophets. They will come to you in sheep's clothing. But underneath that quaint and innocent wool, they are hungry wolves. Boy, that's not a statement right now for America Today, right? And so that's what I want to talk about today, is on our journey. We're all on our journey, and there's only two destinations. We're all going to die sometime, right? The Bible says it's appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. But the final destination is, is there's only two of them. You're either in the presence of God, or you're away from God for eternity. And what happens, and what decides that, And what decides how we're remembered? What decides what type of marriage we have? What decides what type of legacy we leave? What decides what is said about us at our funeral? Is really the series of going from point A's to point B's. How do we handle that? What have we learned? What are we taking with us on this journey? And not only that, but as we go from point A to point B, then automatically point B becomes a brand new point A. That sends us to another point B. But the connectors, the way we get from one to the other, we've got to be careful to mine the gap. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about lessons from the tube. Because when I went on the tube, there were two things I heard over and over and over. Number one, mine the gap. And we're going to talk about that today. And number two, keep calm and carry on. So I am black. I'll be back in three minutes. Neep Nam and Narion. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom, Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. 
Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. All aboard! Oh yeah, you're on the train. You're on the black train going to a life that has value, a life like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. And boy, we're going to abuse a metaphor today. Boy, are we going to get analogous by paralysis. That's what we're doing today. Matter of fact, I joke with my wife that if I was to be a superhero... Uh, I would be Metaphor Man. I could see it. I would have a cape, because I think it's important that all good superheroes have a cape. Cool. Although, if you watch The Incredibles, there was a yeah, there was a great debate on The Incredibles about whether a superhero should have a cape or not. But I kind of like what a cape does. I like the wind-blowing thing. And I would have a, it'd be like, almost like Mighty Mouse. If you remember Mighty Mouse, when we were kids, they'd have the double M. I'd have the double M, a big capital M, when they're right below it, uh, kind of almost laid over it, another big capital M. And it's Metaphor Man, because I have never met a metaphor that I could not abuse. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah. you ever hear, there you go, he's got Mighty Mouse there. You ever hear that if you beat a dead horse, right? There you go. I, true story, John, uh, and listeners, I actually, in, in college, 
was a uh, had a Mighty Mouse fan club. Now here I am, a twenty year old man, you know, man's man, and I was uh, had I was part of the Mighty Mouse fan club. True story. I totally forgot about that until it just popped into my head. Cool. But today we're going to talk about. Yeah, or stupid, one or the other, but I'll go with cool, John. Uh, You know, lessons from the tube. You know, when I went to London, I was telling the story in the first time that in order to get to anywhere, you you didn't drive. You know, cars are really dinky there because there's not a lot of space to park. Uh, And, you know, people didn't drive a lot because traffic is terrible. The roads are really small because they don't have a lot of land. In America, we have so much land. And so to go uh, anywhere of uh, any distance over a, a mile or two, even the shorter distances, they would take this tube. Uh, it's underground railroad. Not all of it's underground. But it's massive, massive tube system. Uh, oh, almost 2 billion people a year take it. Even when you get off the airport. Uh, out of the airport, you take your luggage with you, and you board uh, like a, what you do in uh, New York, a subway. But you have all your luggage with you, uh, and you're going to whatever city. Uh, and the key is you'd have this map that would have all these. There's 11 lines, and they'd have, each one is colored differently. And you'd take a line so far, and you could see it on the map. And then you'd have to switch here, and then you'd have to go over to another train line, a different color, and then take that for a couple places, and then switch line. And, and that was what we did. And I'm going to tell you right now, there were a few times where I wound up in places I didn't want to wind up. I remember one time, somehow, I don't know how we did it, uh, we were on the tube, and we were just going to a place that should have been 30 minutes away. And after about 45 minutes, we start looking outside the windows, and we're seeing a lot of country. <laughs> we're seeing a lot of country around us. We look like we're in the middle of Texas somewhere, and I'm like, uh-oh. Oops. Because we did not, yeah, we did not get off the train and take a connector that we were supposed to. And today, I want to kind of talk about life, because we're all on a journey. This weekend, I will do a, take a, 10 individuals through a process called Leadership Awakening, where we'll basically go from some point A's to some point B's. And after we get to that point B, there'll be a shift that takes place, and then that point B will become another brand new point A, uh, and then we'll move toward a point B. And once we get to that point B a shift will take place, and then that point B will become a brand new point A. And if you follow that logically in your mind, that's what life is. It's a series of going from point A's to point B's. Think about this. You know, mom and dad, uh, you know, when two men love, sorry, ooh, ouch, not that, when a man and a woman love each other, right? Uh, Where do babies come from? Yeah, where do babies come from? Well, when a man and a a woman love each other, right? And so we start this journey uh, as just a seed. Uh, And then it gets uh, activated, if you will. And so now we got nine months on this journey from point A to point B. It's called in utero. Uh, We're being developed. We're being developed. And by the way, that is one of the dangerous, most dangerous places for anybody to be today is inside of a womb of a woman. Uh, Abortion on demand. I mean, if you looked at the black community, uh, I I think it's close to half, uh, 40 percent possibly of all abortions are are by people of color. Uh, And uh, I mean, it's genocide. Uh, millions and millions and millions of black babies are aborted. uh, I mean, since the, the ruling Roe v. Wade, right? And so we get in utero, and then we get out. Now we're an infant, right? But we can't do anything for ourselves, right? We have to be held. We have to be fed. We have to be burped. We're we're dependent on everybody for everything until we become, I think it's called a toddler. 
you know, I don't know, about two years old, somewhere around there, right? We start walking, we start talking, right? We start uh, getting a little bit of our independence, right? And then we start a new point A, it's called school, right? We go to preschool and then kindergarten, and then we finish up 12 years of school called, it ends with high school. And then after that, it becomes a brand new point A. For some people, they go on to graduate school and go to college. For other people, they might go to trade school. For other people, it's time to get to work, right? And you see what I'm saying? It's a series of point A's to point B's. And then we meet someone that we want to spend our life with. It becomes a brand new point A. We get married. We start a family, right? First, we get to know each other. That's a point B. And then we start a family. And then we don't have time for each other. Do you see how the whole thing happens? That's what life is. And along this journey, we pick up a lot of information. We see people. We experience things. We learn things. We have pain and agony. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because there are two things as I rode the tube in London that I would hear over and over and over. It's just playing on the loudspeakers. Whenever the doors are getting ready to open or close, you would always hear this thing called Mind the Gap, and John has it for you. Go ahead and play that, John. Mind the Gap. Mind the Gap. Stand clear of the doors, please. Yeah, and you would hear that over and over and over. Now, when I was in London, it was a, it was a British woman's voice, so it was a lot better. But then the thing that really got to me is you would hear this other thing on a regular basis. And by the way, we cannot find this thing. But uh, we're going to give you a version of it in a second. But first, it would be this woman's British, British woman's voice. And it would say, keep calm, carry on. Keep calm, carry on. But in the politically correct world that we have, because we can't speak too loud or people get offended. We can't speak too aggressive or people get offended. So we took off some of the strong consonants and we changed a little bit. Go ahead and play that for him, John. Neep nam and nary on. <laughs> Neep nam and nary on. Right? If you don't know what I'm talking yeah, they got the uh, the totally uh, the woke version. That's the woke version there, absolutely. But the interesting thing was those things would play over and over and over and over. I used to call it National Prozac because you'd hear this thing all the time. You'd hear it at the airport. Keep calm, carry on. I mean, they'd play it over. I remember at the airport, boy, in London, you never were allowed to get agitated. If you got agitated, I mean, there were, we were told this. They would pull you aside. They go through your luggage. They pull you aside and scan you. They're like, "Why are you so agitated? What's wrong?" I Neat mean, nom it, it's and nary on. Where, yeah, neat nom and nary on because you can't get upset, or they're going to think you're a terrorist and come and get you. Stop and it. so these these two things that we heard over and over and over, I thought are really great lessons, great lessons for life. And I want to talk about those two lessons for life because I think they're critical. Because we need to understand what those two phrases mean, keep calm and carry on, and mind the gap. Because if we could truly learn those two lessons, boy, that would really help us a lot through life because we stumble. Right now, I think America uh, is in a stumbling phase. Uh, We are, uh, hopefully, I think we're going into, um, you know, judgment, I hate to tell you. If you look at the the kings of the Bible uh, of uh, Israel and Judah, uh, the final king, uh, in, in uh, I think it was uh, in Israel, was uh, Zedekiah. And Zedekiah was taken captive, I think it was by the Babylonians, well, it was by the Babylonians because they spent 70 years in Babylon. Uh, and he actually got his eyes gouged out. 
uh, after uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar had all his children killed right in front Ouch. of him. He got his eyes gouged. Yeah, he got his eyes gouged out and was led into Babylon without seeing. Because the prophecy was that you'll be taken to Babylon, but you won't see a thing. And you're like, what does that mean? How can I be taken to Babylon and not see a thing? That prophecy was spoke, I don't know, hundreds of years before it happened. And Zedekiah, the way it happened was Zedekiah got his eyes gouged out uh, and was led to Babylon as a prisoner. Yeah. And so Zedekiah was still king, but Nebuchadnezzar took that king. And whenever you conquered another kingdom, uh, you would uh, basically take the lives of all the kings uh, and all their family so that there was no threat against you. And so I think we're at that point. And what we've got to make sure is we make good choices because we've got to make sure that we keep the right connectors. And so as we're going from point B to a brand new point A, we've got to watch those connectors. And what are you holding on to? What have you, le- what have you brought from this last part of the journey that you should carry with you? And what things should you let go of? What should you remember about the first part of your journey? What did you learn from going from point A to point B? And how do, what do you take with you as you, that point B becomes your brand new point A? Because one thing I learned a long time ago is the law of causality. That choices have consequences. And as children, our children need to learn that they have choices. But those choices do have consequences. And then we got to let those children go through those consequences. Not because we're mean. Not because we hate them. But because unless we understand that there's a price for making poor choices, how do we make different choices? The deterrent's gone. And so that's what we want to talk about in the last two segments. These two lessons that I heard over and over on the tube, how can we take the learning from these two things that are said over and over on the tube? Keep calm and carry on. That's the emotional intelligence. That's controlling what's going on between the stimulus and the response. That's being in control of the battle going on in the mind. And then the second thing is mind the gap. Because there are ways, there are trip falls, there are, there are obstacles in our way that if we don't mind the gap, we're going to fall on our face or worse. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Neep Nam and Narion. Don't need no chicken. You just thank the Lord. can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Excuse me, why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuo makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. 
you'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? Select Quote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. talk about we're minding the gap band today i am mr black and today we're talking about lessons from the tube you know the tube in london the way that people get to and fro go from point a's to point b's and that's our life and as your life caddy as your uh, radio host who wants to give you an hour of power every single day who wants to help you become better today than yesterday and better tomorrow than today we call that being under construction you need to understand your journey. And I don't know about you, but I love to watch people. We are, we are freaky deaky uh, species, aren't we? We are weird, weird creatures. It, it, I always say it's amazing that any two people could spend a lifetime together and not kill each other because we are strange individuals. And I love to watch people. And uh, on the tube, you, you're around thousands of people. You know, there's no room to sit down a lot of time. You're holding uh, onto something, and there could be people pushing up against you. And so I learn a lot by watching people and on their choices. Who chooses to give up their seat for someone else? Who chooses to stand? Who chooses to put earphones on and not even pay attention? Who chooses to go to sleep? See, on this journey called life, we have a lot of choices. And those choices have consequences. Uh, And what bothers me is we we live in a world today that there's no consequences unless the world system doesn't like you. Now, if you're not on the right side of the world system, oh, yeah, there's going to be lots of consequences whether you do something or not. I mean, think about this. We've got to learn to keep calm and carry on. See, we can be intense. We can be around people. But, boy, when you get agitated and you start making poor choices, uh, it affects a lot of people. Yeah. Like if you're on, let's just say that you're on this tube uh, and there are tons of people around you. 
and you have a little bit of flatulence. Yeah, you have a little bit of flatulence, and you could choose to hold it, or you could choose to not hold it, right? Whoops. See choices there? Yeah. And if you choose not to hold it and to express yourself, if you will, express yourself aromatically, uh, it affects a lot of other people. Gross. It's kind of like what happened. Yeah, it's kind of like what happened in D.C. You know, to see those millions of people come out and support our president, to support the values that America uh, has held for 200 years, to, to support the ability to worship the God of the Bible. That was incredible. But what happened was a few people, it's always a few ruining for everybody, uh, got carried away. Stop they it. could not keep calm and carry on. They then went across the line and did some bad stuff. And it's never okay to riot. It's never okay to destroy stuff. I cannot support that, believe that. But boy, I do believe that there a lot of people now are being attacked for no reason. For no reason at all. And I still believe that this was a setup. And by the way, I put a CNN article on uh, Facebook today, and it says the FBI is looking into it, that this was planned. This was a staged thing, that just like the BLM riots, uh, where people would store weapons and all that, the same pe- the same thing was happening. They had stored weapons, stored stuff, and the, a little bit before the end of the rally, the, the FBI is seeing this, is they went off and found their stuff, and then they brought uh, havoc. And if you don't think as much hatred has been going on toward Donald Trump, whether he deserves it or not, move beyond that. That people knowing that this January 6th thing was happening, Antifa, BLM, people that hate Trump supporters, that hate, you don't honestly, come on, you honestly don't believe that they would have loved to destroy that, give a, give the president's followers a black eye. You really, come on, get off your hatred for a moment and just consider. Could it, could it have happened? Could people have planned to, to occupy that area, occupy that, that resistance, if you will, uh, and then go ahead and do something nefarious so that those that were there would get blamed for it? You don't think that's ever happened? It happens in every single situation, every single revolution, every single... It happens all the time, but no one's willing to consider that that's what's happened here. So you got to remember, we got to keep calm and carry on. See, as we're going through this journey, we're going to experience a lot of stuff. And what you hold on to matters. Remember, uh, our memories, if I could go back to a little me, a five-year-old me, and tell that little me one of the most important things I could tell me, that would be, be careful what you hold on to. Be careful what you hold on to. Just like if you're going to London and you know that you're going to take a big train and you've got to be on a train for an hour, hour and a half, uh, you're going to think twice about how much luggage you carry with you. And see, just like going on a train, just like going on a plane, we go through this journey called life and we have baggage. We have luggage. And each stop, each point A to point B, we pick up some different things. And we just start stuffing them in our suitcase. And we usually don't unpack that suitcase. We pick up some things here, stuff them in there, pick up some things there, stuff them in there, pick up some things here. And then by the time we get, even before we get to the end of our destination, we got a lot of stuff in our bags that we don't need. A lot of stuff that we're holding on to that we need to get rid of. You know, I always like to tell a story. In some countries, when they want to pay tribute to you, uh, they will serve a meal in your honor. And one of the most famous of these, uh, and, and they'll have a delicacy, you know, basically on where it's at, what country and all that. And one of the most famous of these delicacies is monkey brains. And the way they catch these monkeys, I've heard differing views, but it's all pretty much the same. They'll take coconuts, 
they'll bore out the fleshy meat in that coconut, they'll put some raw rice in that coconut, and they put these coconuts along the jungle floor next to trees. And next to these trees is a bush that kind of looks like a deer bluff. Uh, it can hide someone in that bush. And what happens, that monkey comes down, they pick up the coconut, they see there's something inside, they stick their little monkey hand in the coconut, they grab a handful of rice, and they go to pull out their hand. But they can't. Because the hand, in the form of a fist, is larger than the hand relaxed. And then if you put something in the palm of your hand, right, put something in the palm of your hand and hold it, that your hand actually becomes bigger. So that monkey now is holding on to a whole bunch of raw rice, which has no value for it, right? It has no value to that monkey. It has no opposable thumbs. It has no use of fire. It has no clean water. It has no heat source and a pot. You see what I'm saying? Raw rice to you and me can have some value. It could feed us. But to a monkey, it has no value. So that monkey with a handful of something that serves it not well at all goes to pull out its hand. But it can't. If it let go of that rice... It would pull its hand right out. But again, listen, it's holding on to something that has no value to it at all. And it won't let go of it. And so that monkey tends to pull its hand out, but it can't get out. So he starts to panic because now there's a coconut stuck on his hand. And so he runs to that tree right in front of him. And he starts to beat that coconut that's on his hand against the tree to break it off. And there right next to that monkey is a person in a bush with a quick motion and a sharp blade, and off with the head. And so in that person's hand is the head of the monkey, and inside the head of the monkey is the monkey brains. Now you might think that that creature is pretty stupid. If that creature would just let go of the rice and pull its hand out, it could live another day. It could go on another two or three legs of its journey. But before you start casting judgment on that primate, you might want to look in the mirror. What are we holding on to that we're not supposed to take on this journey, that we're supposed to let go? The good book says you kick the dust off your shoes. God says you forgive lest you be forgiven. And yet we live in a country today that we are, we are being thrown in our face what happened 430 years ago to people that look like other people. We're being uh, grilled on the fire for accusation that was made against us 40 years ago. Most of us can't remember what happened 40 months ago and couldn't recall our time. See, we're so stuck in the past. Why? Because of pain. A lot of people have pain. One thing I learned a long time ago, hurting people hurt people. And what we got to do, one of the keys to this journey called life, as you're going from point A's to point B's, is what to do with this pain. Because I learned a long time ago, Hurting People Hurt People. By the way, it's a great book, too. There's a book out there called Hurting People Hurting People. Uh, you should get it. Highly recommend it. Don't remember who she was who wrote it. Highly re- recommend that book. See, hurting people hurt people. It's like when you have a, a, a wound and you're not aware of the wound and you go to a, a chiropractor, you go to a massage therapist, and they push on a certain point and you're like, ah! Or you reflect, you pull your arm back. That's what pain can do. And so left to its own device, if you don't deal with this pain and you take it with you on your next point A to point B and then your next point A to point B, it it metastasizes, it grows, it spreads. And so hurting people by definition hurt other people. But here's the key. You can draw that line in the sand and you can make the big up until now moment and say up until now. And now you could take that pain and let it 
use it to help other people. The reason I get to help so many people because I hurt. I know what it's like to be in pain. And so I walk in other people's pain. And if you can't walk, if you can't process your own pain, how could you walk with someone else in their pain? John MacArthur put it best. You can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. Gentlemen, leaders, you got to be a leader. You got to quit following other people and doing the negative things that other people do. A leader makes sacrifices. A leader serves while putting the interests of others above themselves. A leader accepts the consequences for those under their authority. And a leader processes their pain so that they can walk and help other people in pain. And if you're struggling, how am I going to give you a hand up unless I'm standing right next to you? Unless I walk a mile in your moccasins? Unless I understand? Because what's lacking in America, what's lacking in our families today is understanding. Because if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense with a position to have a better relationship. I am black. We'll be back in three minutes. Money should have bothered me. See my loved ones turning into puppies. And as it's slow. in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. 
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Stand clear of the doors, please. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Neep Nam and Narion. Neep Nam and Narion. This is Mr. Black, and today. We're talking about lessons from the tube. You know, two sounds that I heard over and over when I was in London traveling from point A to point B on this tube system was what John just played for you. We would hear, keep calm and carry on, and then we would hear, mind the gap. Mind the gap, because it's about choices, and we're all on a journey. Do you know where you're going? Do you know the existential questions of why you're here, of who you are? of what your purpose is? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, and get up the next day and do it again and again and again? There's a battle out there going on, and it's waged in your mind. And, you know, there's a, we all want to be successful. And now we can all define success differently. But if you truly want to be successful in this journey called life, it, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control what happens in you. You don't know what cards life is going to deal you, but you have absolute choice on how you play those cards. Some have more, some have less. That's why God already knows who gets what portion. That's why the Bible says very clearly, to he who is given much, much more will be required. And by the way, he's talking about judgment. Just say no. So for those that have much more blessed with a lot of light, what they do with it? And if they didn't do what they were supposed to do with it, there's a lot more judgment coming. For those that didn't get blessed with a lot of light, uh, there will be less judgment on what they did with it. But I, I saw this years ago. I don't know who wrote it, but it's a great uh, analogy. It says the road to success is not straight. There's a curve called failure, a loop called confusion, speed bumps called friends, red lights called enemies, caution lights called family. You have flats called jobs, but if you have a spare called determination, an engine called perseverance, insurance called faith, a driver called Jesus, you will make it to a place called success. And success is about choices. Life's about choices. Remember Dr. King says, I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. 
Dr. King's dream was founded in Jesus Christ. Dr. King's love was first and foremost Jesus Christ. He marched with Christ before he ever marched with anybody else. And so he was saying, don't judge people based on choices that were not theirs. Judge them based on those things that they could choose. That's what character is. It's a series of our choices. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. That's why I love the, the poem or the letter that was written by General Douglas MacArthur. Build me a son, O Lord, who will be strong enough to know when he is weak and brave enough to face himself when he is afraid. One who will be proud and unbending in honest defeat and humble and gentle in victory. Build me a son whose wishes will not take the place of deeds, a son who will know thee, and that to know himself is a foundation stone of knowledge. Lead him, I pray, not in the path of ease and comfort, but under the stress and spur of difficulties and challenge. Here, let him learn to stand up in the storm. Here, let him learn compassion for those who fail. Build me a son whose heart will be clear, whose goal will be high, a son who will master himself before he seeks to master other men, one who will reach into the future, yet never forget the past. And after all these things are his, add, I pray, enough of a sense of humor, that he may always be serious, yet never take himself too seriously. Give him humility, so that he may always remember the simplicity of true greatness, the open mind of true wisdom, and the weakness of true strength. Then I, his father, will dare to whisper, I have not lived in vain. And that's what we're talking about. It's a series of choices. Choices are conditional statements. If you do A, then B will happen. That's the whole basis of Rudyard Kipling's if, right? If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. Sounds like Trump, right? If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings, and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss, and lose and start again at your beginnings, and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone, and so hold on when there's nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if either foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more? You'll be a man, my son. Ladies and gentlemen, life ain't no fair. And life is hard. You got to put your big boy pants on. Put your big girl pants on. And when life, locks you, when, life, when life knocks you on your butt, 
You've got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. That's what minding the gap means. Watch for the trip points. People out there, if you're doing good, are going to want to set you up. If you're a child of God, you live in a fallen world. You live in a fallen world. I just saw this come across the wire. Breaking. FBI confirms they knew people were coming to Capitol riot. A new report claims the Federal Bureau of Investigation knew one day prior that extremists were planning to infiltrate the January 6th protest in Washington, D.C. that ended in rioting. And yet they just impeached the president with no hearings, with no evidentiary process, just because they hate this man and want to destroy this man. And it's not just Democrats. The Republicans are going along because it's all about the deep state. All about the deep state. Think about this. Nine months they couldn't pass a, a bill to help those of us Americans struggling. Nine months. Think about four years we've known that Trump was spied on, lied about, lies the FISA course. We've known that Clinton destroyed evidence that was subpoenaed. Not a single person has gone to jail. Not a single thing has happened. But yet the president gets blamed for this with no evidentiary hearing, with no also that before he gets out of office, they can rip him out of office. I don't care who you voted for. You've got to mind this gap because if the ends justifies the means, we're all screwed. If you're going to not mind that gap and you're going to be a drone and you're going to be told what to think and feel and go along with all these lies. I mean, let's be honest. We can't even share what we feel on social media anymore if you're conservative. You can do it if you're liberal. Where's Hunter Biden's laptop? Where's all the evidence that we have on Joe Biden and money making? Notice how you don't hear about that anymore because it's all going away because of choices. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to mind the gap. We got to remember who we are. It goes back to the existential question. See, minding the gap is having a firm foundation. It's being aware of where you're at, having a sure footing. And we've lost that. And so you need to answer these existential questions. This is how you mind the gap. You got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. You got to know what you believe. You got to know who you are. We used to have values in America. We used to know who we were. That time is gone. Unfortunately, because the choices we made, I believe America is on its last leg, its last footing. And if we don't start making more choices, better choices, if we don't start minding the gap and go back to those foundational values that made us great, as God said, you've forgotten your first love. Go back to what you did at the beginning, and you'll get there. That's what this radio show's about. I'll be in class this weekend with 10 people in Dallas. Please keep us in your prayers, and we'll be back. Actually, you'll have a radio show tomorrow. I recorded a great radio show for you yesterday that you'll play tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow, same time, same bat channel, for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Mind the gap. Always bet on black.
business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are making buying decisions for the new year. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers bringing liberty and